<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. song joseph is there a specific point at which i'm supposed to then realize where you should have known it in the beginning first notes but that's right you were born in 2004 so come on, come on 1985's obsession by animotion your Saturday night's main event theme, which came into play this past weekend at WrestleMania. Yeah, no, this is drawing a blank for me. Because <laughs> you weren't alive. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen enough 80s movies that I figured this would be fucking fine. But you've seen Saturday night's main events. I have. This is true. But I haven't seen an episode of Saturday night's main event in probably a decade or two. Okay. Even with the network. So even when the, this this music came on when uh, Cena faced the uh, Wyatt for the Firefly Funhouse match, it didn't ring a bell. I mean, I just I didn't really think anything of it. Okay. I didn't put two and two together. I, I didn't know what this song. You could, if you put gun, a gun to my head and said, "Who sung this song?" You'd be what dead. You'd be dead. I would, I, first off, I would have said the '80s. Right. And then I would have said, pull the trigger, because I'm not getting <laughs> Dead. <laughs> uh, when I was a boy, way back when, in 85. A wee little lad. These were like, this was like uh like they tried to do it again like in the 2000s and it didn't it didn't work. But when okay. the, the when Saturday night's main event was a thing back in the day in 85 it used to take um, SNL's place, Saturday night live's place it would take uh, when they would be off and this would be like the the gap but obviously it wasn't wasn't live it was recorded but like they all were uh, other than WrestleMania or pay-per-views. But this was like the pay-per-view for it was like a free pay-per-view, and this was like the when they would hype like just pay-per-view matches for for a, night, a weeknight, and it was a Saturday night, and this was it, and it was awesome. And they had Hogan would be the main event for every single one, and it was it was great. Yeah, not a lot of things I remember from Saturday Night's main event, if I'm being completely honest. They have really good matches. I, I gotta start looking up some matches from those 
those. And it was, rare, it was rare. It was like maybe twice a year, like, no, like maybe two or three times a year, if that. And uh, yeah, anyway, that's my old my old man story. I'm done. Back in my Back in my day, when we used to wrestle with sticks and twigs, blah, blah, blah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are Sons of Slam Show on the Twitter, on the iTunes, Apple podcast thing, whatever they call that, on SoundCloud. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. I'm happy to be in the sanctity of my own room. Mm-hmm. Not even my own house. Well, it's not my house, but you get it. Mm. So this is this is new for us. So this is our first time doing... The over six feet, way over six feet, like in in Zoom world. I think it's about twenty miles. It's about twenty miles. <laughs> so we are social distancing beyond. Um, so we we are doing this remotely, and uh, this should be interesting and fun. And we hopefully get to post this video as you get to see my place and your place and my disinfectant spray right next to my Yankee guy on this shoulder here. That I can't right there. There's that. It's CBS brand. Uh, <laughs> it's good stuff. I didn't even notice that. The good stuff. I'm pointing out all the good stuff. And my, oh, man. Uh, that's me from back in the day. That's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> the uh, the DJ drawn out there. Um, April 27th, 1991 was the last episode of Saturday Night's Main Event before they resurged it in 2006. Then those don't count. So to answer your question, no. No, you still didn't see it. Even when they, they stopped it, right? The, at, the, at the tail end of it. Exactly. Okay. I don't even think I saw the new one. Okay. So. I don't know. If that's possible. Dude, if I'm being completely honest, I, after the Attitude Era, Mm -hmm. I dropped out of wrestling hard. Okay. It just happened. For a lot of people my age, it's like, oh, when you're born in 93, the Attitude Era comes when you're, what, five, six, Mm -hmm. and you're all engorged in it. And then when Attitude Era ends in, what, 2001, let's say? Yeah. 2004. Four was the official start of the Ruthless Aggression Era. Right. So they went like back and forth in between. I don't remember the start of the Ruthless Aggression Era because I found girls and they were <laughs> way more important. Your priorities are intact, sir. Thank you. Exactly. Priorities, priorities, priorities. priorities. Uh, girls. And then yes. Yes. in high school, uh-huh. got back into wrestling. Okay. So the girls might have been earlier than that. The girls stopped and then you just went like. Um, now nah, I realized somehow you could balance the two. Yes. Just don't tell the girls that you like wrestling. Yes, that's right. And if you could find a girl that likes wrestling, good God, you, oh, you drop on you drop on one knee right there. You ain't you ain't fucking joking. Don't move. <laughs> Do not move. Um, oh, we got so much shit to go through. Uh, for 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 a a time in our lives in our history of mankind where there's absolutely nothing going on. This week there's a lot of a lot going on. Um, so from my notes here, let's see. Uh, before we get into the the mania of wrestling, um, if you noticed this week that uh, Jordan Devlin uh, of NXT Cruiserweight Championship fame had to drop his title, and they're going to crown an interim champion, uh, interim, inter- interim, interim, uh, while he's not able to travel. Okay, so I have a theory on this. Realistically, okay. they didn't have to do anything. Like, no, they did not. You're right. You didn't have to do anything. Mm. I think that with this, they're just trying to get a uh, somewhat real sports vibe to them. The UFC did that a lot. Mm. If they had a, a competitor that held the championship, Conor McGregor was an interim champ when he first fucking won, I think. I think. Don't anybody quote me on that, but I think. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that they're trying to do something a little more sporty. And I know that Vince isn't a big fan of tournaments. So that's why it's happening at NXT. Okay. Fair enough. I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I don't see too many tournaments with WWE, but at the same time, like no. WrestleMania, what was that? Six? Five? Seven? Whichever one with the uh, the twelve, the one that the tournament that that cha- that crowned uh, Savage as champion. Ah, uh, yes. That was, was that the King of the Ring tournament? No, that was WrestleMania. Oh, that was a Mania. Yeah, I don't remember that. that was I'm gonna have to go and... through if this quarantine keeps going and I get laid off at of work. I think I'm gonna go through all the old WrestleManias. Just start from one. Start from make one. My way up. Skip nine. Skip. Uh, skip nine. Skip thirteen. I've heard. I've heard two things. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. That Excuse um, I've heard, well, I've heard one thing. It's about two different things, but just hear me out. Mm-hmm. Which one's worse, 9 or 11? Well, hang on. WrestleMania 9 or WrestleMania 11? Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> the, to, which which numbers are worse, 9, the number 9, or the number 11? I had to clarify. Um, uh, oh God, I'm going to say, uh, oh, my God. I'm going to think about it throughout the entirety of the show. Because I've heard, uh, I've heard nine was horrid. Have you not seen nine? I've, I've heard eleven is worse. Nine was the first outdoor. Which one had LT? <clears throat> uh, eleven. I think that's the one. Uh, that's that's the main event was LT and Bam Bam, right? And the be- yes, and, but see, yeah, yeah. this is why this is what's conflicting my my we're, we're sidetracking, but we'll we'll get to the the main crux of our our show uh, today. But the reason why I'm having a little issue pulling myself apart from it because I was there. And I was there with my dad, and uh, saw LT at the Westchester County Civic Center. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was that close in the Hartford, <laughs> the Hartford Civic oh. Center in Connecticut. That and, was close. Uh, yeah, very about a hundred miles away. Um, and it was just being there was was kind of surreal. That was my first WrestleMania, and being there with him. So it was it's weird, kind of say and pulling myself away from that the emotional aspect of it. It sucked. Mm. <laughs> like thinking back yeah. on it and watching it because I know knowing that I was there and seeing it on the network. It was horrid. So, and th- all that being said, nine. I gotta go with nine. <laughs> I just, I gotta all go right. with nine. It's just, it was just horrible from beginning to end. And the idea of Hogan ha- coming out with a black eye because he got into a skiing accident. Now you can see my air quotes. My the skiing accident. <laughs> finally, even, finally, you can actually see it. Um, getting into a, a a jet ski accident, even though Savage popped him in the face. Uh, allegedly, and then he wins the championship. He wins the belt. It was just kind of. I don't of... think it's allegedly anymore. Is that is that like a thing? No, I, I keep thinking like it wasn't confirmed. I I I have no idea. Yeah, you're go, talking go watch about it. stuff that's out of my wrestling time. Go watch. Go watch. I know it. a good amount about wrestling history. Mm-hmm. Not that much. Go go watch it when you have in your spare time, in your all your time. Go watch it and suck it up for three hours and see how bad it is. And then uh, we'll talk about it next week at your homework. Don't know if I want to. <laughs> no, nobody wants to watch nine. Some people have to have to watch it. So that we yeah. just talked about uh, NXT. Um, uh, see what else here we had. Uh, oh, ratings for the week uh, between the, our Wednesday night uh, war um, between NXT yeah. and AEW uh, by one thousand people, six hundred ninety-three thousand to six hundred ninety-two thousand. NXT and the new <laughs> the new champion for the week, and then they'll get back. Uh, AEW will be back up top for the next couple weeks, like they always are, and then NXT will somehow figure out a way. Um, We're gonna reason- get into it 
but yeah. it's one thousand percent because of Jericho's commentary. I loved it. It was a tr- it was atrocious. Really? I did not like it. I loved it. I loved that he was there. Oh. There were no si- we'll get into it when we talk AEW. Okay. All right. Um, I will say I will say this that and we'll get into NXT really quickly with everything else that we have to talk about. The not the issue, but the reason why they won is because they had a, a, it was a takeover on a Wednesday. So back to my Saturday night's main event pay-per-view kind of styling of matches. They had no choice, obviously, so they put it on a Wednesday. And so when you have Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Gargano go at it uh, for pff, it seemed like I think it was like twenty five minutes. Um, it was a good thirty minute match. That was, I mean, it was it was a good match, and uh, that'll do it. But by only a thousand, by only a thousand people, I had to get a little more comfortable. This is gonna be a- you're good now. I don't want to screw you. Well, I'm probably gonna move. I'm pretty sure I have. We've we've discussed this before, but I'm pretty sure I got ADD, so I probably will. Be- <laughs> But as we'll see as, what happens. As long as you're self-diagnosed. Uh, I mean, I got this fucking chair in my room. I might as well put it to use, especially very, now that we're doing this. That's a comfortable chair. You want to see something cool? Mm. Look at the back. Mm-hmm. Right? For those who are not looking, it's very plush. I can't. Is it moving? You see it? Yeah, it's moving up. Oh. <laughs> and now. That looks delightful. And it broke. You broke it. You broke your chair. My buttons froze. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> my buttons not, froze. It's not a computer. It's all right. It's oh. better. All I'm right. actually going to take this out. You broke your chair. Um, in more news, broke. the uh, revival. Hashtag FTR. Out. It just went down by itself. I'm sorry. That was fucking very Wow, that was weird. Your, just... your chair head went, by, went down by itself. Very weird. Uh, revival. The revival. Is out. Or free. Finally. Finally, hashtag fucking FTR. Finally. They're gone. They um, needed to. Uh, they needed to finally get peace the, out. Get the get out of Dodge. Get the f out. Um, yeah, yeah. They 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 finally were released, and so uh, Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson, who are now known as Cash Wheeler and Dex Harwood. Uh, so you laugh now. Cash Wheeler is a fire name, but Dax Harwood just Dax sounds like Harwood a dick. So, like sounds like a dick joke. Uh, it sounds like a porn star. Just anyway, um, who's who? Oh, yeah, never mind. Uh, That's bad. That, Cash yeah, Wheeler, can, Dash, Dash Wilder. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dax Harwood, sense. Scott Scott Dawson. Um, so and and uh, posted yeah, posted by uh, Young Bucks. Uh, paraphrasing, but basically they said. Uh, uh, Look back on the stay and, and remember this because we'll have a awesome match with with revival at some point. And then um, the revival came out and said, "Look back at this day and you'll see that we'll have a great match with the Young Bucks." So that's gonna happen. AEW. Yeah. AEW also, yeah, oh, one hundred percent. I saw Private Party, or I saw Isaiah Cassidy post on Instagram that uh, he had like throwbacks of them before uh, he went to WWE mm-hmm. before Revival went to WWE. So what's their new name going to be? I don't know. Should be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Hell yeah. And as they get freed, as they are freed. Um, more news that I have here. So 2020, uh, the, the shit year that it's been. Um, baseball. Well, 2020 was great. Kiss my ass. Uh, MLB <laughs> has been in talks with trying to revive the season somehow, some way. And so what they're saying is they're going to have a Arizona and Florida Leagues, they're going to do it down there, and basically going to have like bubble cities, <laughs> so these places, these these players can stay in these these confines, these hotels for the next couple months, not see their families, 
and stay there uh, this whole time. And not only are they doing that, uh, this is all proposed, not not really yet. Um, but as of yeah. right now, they're doing they're going to have the same thing as uh, uh, spring training. As far as the leagues, they have Grapefruit League and the Cactus League. Um, done away are the American and National Leagues. So in the Grapefruit League North would be the Yanks with the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, Toronto Blue Jays, Whoa. Detroit Tigers, and the Pittsburgh Pirates. In the South would be the Red Grapefruit League South would be the Boston Red Sox, Minnesota Twins, the Atlanta Braves, Tampa Bay Rays, and the Baltimore Orioles. In the East... You have the Washington Nationals, the Houston Astros, this league, the Grapefruit League what? East, the Nationals, the Astros, the Mets, the Cardinals, and the Marlins in the Grapefruit League East. That's all over the fucking map all of the United the States. All over the map. And then the Cactus League, well, they only they don't have to be in two places now. Uh, and then the Cactus League, which is in Arizona, uh, the Northeast consists of Chicago Cubs, San Francisco Giants, Arizona Diamondbacks, Colorado Rockies, and the Oakland Athletics. Uh, the West for the Cactus League is the Dodgers, the Sox, the Red, the Cincinnati Reds, the Atlanta Braves, and the California Angels, Anaheim Angels, and then Northwest Cactus League, the Brewers, the Padres, the Mariners, the Rangers, and the Royals. So they're, hear, it's uh, all over. You the place. hear one song from 1985, and you just go, "Yeah, the California Angels." Yeah, that's <laughs> the California, whatever <laughs> their name is this year. The California, they're like the, they're like the Raiders. The Oakland, Los Angeles, the California Angels. Come on, the Los Angeles Angels. Of Anaheim. of Anaheim, remember that year. Um, so yeah, so that's that's the new proposed uh, look for the Arizona and Florida 2020. And apparently, there won't be a. Uh, they're saying that the, the season really won't really count. So if they crown like a champion, it doesn't really count. So if the Yankees win, they're still 27 time champions. They're still 27 time champions. This, this, so basically, this, basically this year is just is is shit. So there's that, and then my last uh, outside the ring is the XFL and their demise. And so basically, as of I think it was two days ago, Thursday, um, they laid off the entire staff, and they have no plans for 2021. And Steve Levy, who was on the Michael K. Show yesterday, they interviewed him, and he said that he emailed. This is how quickly it happened. They emailed. He emailed. Uh, uh, representatives at XFL, and the email came back undeliverable. That's how quick they yanked the plug on XFL. And he was he was one of the announcers on ESPN's side of the XFL. There was uh, uh, NBC and then ESPN. It was doing really well. It, it would have – it was so much better than – was it the other league with AAFL or whatever it yeah, was? Yeah, yeah, So much better than that. And they would have – they definitely would have done well. I thought they would have put the pause on this and had – Everybody say, listen, obviously we understand and kind of come back for 2021. And they said, no, that's it. So Vince Such 0 for 2. Mac think. Vince 0 for 2 with the XFL. And this this time it was a better version of it. And he still. I know. You didn't even have a champion. Still screwed up. Not his fault, but still, got, still got screwed. That's, Here's a crazy bit of trivia. That's my Mr. Notes. Trivia over there. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, I would get that. Last thing really quick is Drew Brees is going to join the NBC uh, booth. When next year when he retires, yes. Next year. Next quotes. year. Yeah. Air quotes next year. Until he, he, he comes he's, back. He's going to go. He wants to last longer than Tom, 100%. Okay. 100%. I think he wants to outdo Tom. I remember this conversation next year. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Glad we have it recorded. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have it recorded. So, Mr. Yeah. Trivia, yes. Mr. Trivia, okay. 
Who was the inaugural? Uh, oh God! X, the inaugural XFL champion in two thousand and one. Oh jeez. Seattle. No. I have no clue. L.A. Oh, it was close. West Coast. The Los Angeles Extreme. All the names got changed up, too. I know. It was ridiculous. It was just weird. Hey, really quickly. Yes. I know this is a little inside baseball, but are my levels good on your end? Yes. Okay. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. Good. <laughs> like on the on the recording. In my ears, it sounds magnificent. On the recording, right, I guess we're going to fi- all find out together. We'll all find out. We'll As our millions happens. and millions Hopefully of we listeners. we to do this another hour. Yeah. <laughs> God help us all. Yes, on your all right. end. Um, you remember GTV, obviously. Sure. Do you know who was the who was supposed to come out as the creator? And I uh, always guessed. I do not know. Who Who was your guess? Uh, I thought it was Goldust. No. Hence the Interestingly GTV. enough, I read somewhere that it was supposed to be Tom Green. Interesting. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense if you look at, like, his prank shows from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, it was sort of the same filming that they had, like a punked type thing. Yes. It was filmed with that gray, and it was, like, weird camera angles and all that shit. But I'm hyped that they're bringing that back with whoever Mustafa Ali is supposed to be, allegedly. Allegedly. Airplanes. Allegedly. Who knows? Yeah. Um, one, two, three, four. All of those are the fucking WrestleMania. Okay. Sorry. What came first? The egg. The Benoit situation or the WWF uh, lawsuit? Lawsuit to who? The WWF lawsuit. Which uh, there were so many, you got to be more specific. Specific. The Panda. Oh, oh, the, oh, the trade, the name, WWF. Yeah. Uh, WWF. It did? Right. I, re- I was hearing I was hearing someone talk about uh, they they uh, the whole lawsuit with the WWF came right after the Benoit situation to try to throw everybody off. Well, I I would I would only guess you're probably right. I I would only guess that because Benoit and Guerrero were part of ruthless aggression. Yes, and WWF changed their name early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that's, I would have assumed. I I could take a look and find out, but um, it's either that or maybe it was the W the the steroid bust. Wasn't that the one with Randy Orton? You remember that? I do. That was yeah, that he, was way he later. Had to testify that was later on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Orton. That speaking of that, that might have been around the same time. Ruthless, speaking of ruthless aggression, that's that's his era. So he was part of that. Yeah. He wasn't in, he, there before that. So uh-huh. yeah. I just realized that this microphone is very green, and uh, I oh. I'm gonna put like a the head of a dick on the end of that. Yeah, I have a gray one over here, and I no, should, probably should have changed it. Too late. It's too late now. Wait till I get to post, my friend. Oh, penises you, in your mouth so so much. <laughs> what a what an awful decision! I just realized that until you pointed that out. I it's you better do on. it for this episode because I'm changing it as soon as we're, we're done. <laughs> I'm changing it as soon as we're done. If next episode you do the green mic with a green bandana and just uh, it's just the fun, the fun we could have. Uh Green screen fun. So, uh, <laughs> this, this green or like light green? I'm gonna we buy light you, green. I'm gonna buy your green one and ship it to you. My mother oh, bought geez. 500. Well, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Okay, 500 bandanas. Okay, because she saw it online that you can make a fucking massive bandana. 
Okay. I'm all for it. I am. I'll fucking try it. Right. But now I realized, man, I fuck with bandanas. I might fucking start wearing bandanas <laughs> a little more often. It's a I like the whole. I, I could I could vary in between American Badass Undertaker and Jeff Lowe if I put on a hat. <laughs> put the hat on with the leather jacket, you'd be all right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You have anything else? Um, Rhea Ripley, her work visa yes. has expired yes. apparently. Yes, but she's still in the country. Correct. So she kind of that's uh, why she lost. Posted an Instagram uh, picture or video to all the smarks out there, mm-hmm. being like, "Hey, dumbasses, I haven't gone back. Yeah, she's not. She's not calling. still here. She's still here. Still fucking here." People were wondering why she lost and why she dropped the belt so quickly and. That's the reason. That's the reason why. Um, last one on the AEW front before we get into WrestleMania. Okay. All MGM Grand events have been canceled or postponed or rescheduled through May thirty first. So, that means mm-hmm. double or nothing mm. is bye bye bye. Yeah. No more. So we're going to see what actually happens with that. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't do a fucking NXT type thing where they're just like, hey, we'll spread it out. Throw it on the next three years. On Wednesday. <laughs> I know. I didn't mind it. I would have rather a takeover. But, you know, maybe just do a takeover that has no audience. I understand you, could, you couldn't you could do it that weekend because you were doing WrestleMania two days in a row. Right. But still, like you could have done something. Put it next weekend. Yeah. Not even not even tomorrow, because we're recording on a Saturday, spoiler alert. Not, don't even do it tomorrow or tonight. Just do it next weekend. Have a couple have a week or two in between. You could have built some shit up in between that, but it is what it is. Right. Uh last... hype for your girl though. Yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. Uh we will get get into that right now. Um last thing I'm I, again, I'm sorry. Last thing last last thing. Uh the thing with uh uh UFC. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dana White trying desperately to be the first sport to come back, and using, uh, somewhat using WWE as like an AEW as like the example of we can do this with you know in a closed set kind of scenario. So they wanted to, he wanted to have UFC. I think it's two forty nine yes. uh, in California uh, on an Indian reservation, and. Yeah, uh, since ESPN is basically a partner, since they're the ones that are are broadcasting it. Not basically, they are. They are a partner, and and they 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 might as well be the owners of UFC because they put the kibosh on that so quick. So he was so adamant and so uh, 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 just 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 adamant about having this this pay per view go on no matter what, no matter what's going on in the world right now, he was going to have it. And so the higher ups at B, according to him, said, "No, we can't do it." Um, because you're putting everybody in, in danger, blah blah blah, and so yeah, I didn't understand why he was flip flopping back and forth with all that. It's mm-hmm. so like at one point you're just like, okay, Khabib can't come in, maybe we should put it off. Then you got this other guy, Justin. Oh shit, I, I should know this. Justin Gaethje. Okay, not at all spelt the way you think it is. Use your words. There's there there's a J in there. It's weird. Okay. And uh, so when you figured out that he was going to be battling Tony Ferguson, why wouldn't you – why would you have that fight when you know you're going to have Khabib Tony later on down the line? 
Khabib right. Tony should be the first UFC coming out of this quarantine. When everybody can go back, when there are fans there, I think that Khabib Tony should be the first one to be to be headlining, main eventing the next UFC pay-per-view with fans. Right. Because that's going to be a fucking slugfest. Those two fighters are bananas. But I guess he couldn't get his private island in check. <laughs> well, that's so still, that's still on the that. table. That's still on the table. Um, no, they just pulled the plug on it. Dana, even Dana pulled the plug. He's like, we're not doing it. Okay. It's not going to be ready. All right. He All right. said that they he was uh, in talks with securing a private island. He just had to put down some infrastructure, which is like, okay. Why can't we just wait? I mean, what? We, what? We can just infrastructure. Wait. Unless you want to use like a. You're going to buy a deserted island and yeah. then you're going to run cables through it. Right. Like you're going to fucking build up New York City <laughs> right. like it's from fucking scratch. I don't understand why he can't do what Vince did with WWE. They put yeah. on Raw and SmackDown NXT for how many weeks now and WrestleMania at their performance center. The, there is an octagon in the performing the the the. The but UFC has their own place. UFC Center yeah. in Las Vegas. Yes. There is 100% an octagon in the basement. You can 1,000% just have done it there. But the Las Vegas Athletic Association or whatever the fuck it is mm-hmm. was like, nah, that's not happening. So why can't he find a building? I'm not saying what he what he's why he's pushing so hard is right. I, I think it's actually wrong and he should just wait since we, we're, we're starting to get on the tail end of this and it's starting to come down. Uh, I, I just don't understand why he can't find if he's so hard – boned about it to have to go do this go in, in one of the states that doesn't have like these lockdown laws yet there's they're all in the midwest find an I abandoned think it's building only five fucking states that don't have find one laws. of those five states find an abandoned, abandoned building run your shit through there it's already established and do it there i, I Which, mean in that case why would you even fucking like why wouldn't you have just done that in the first place right you know what i mean <laughs> your, your desert deserted island theory i, I don't get it way I, better i, I would have fucking I, that's one pay-per-view i would have bought which another thing. Why would you during all these times? I, I understand that, you know, people are hurting, everybody's out of work, some mm-hmm. people got laid off because of all this shit. You know that, Dana. Why wouldn't you just stream it? Just put it on YouTube. I, I get something. It. I get it. He wants the revenue. He's he's being stingy. He's still getting a part of the four I know for ESPN plus. <laughs> I know. I know. Put the whole thing on the on plus. I get it. I get it. People are still paying for plus. I don't know. I don't know. It's anyway. fucking weird. Anyway, let's get to this. So we had a little uh, pay-per-view this weekend, uh, the Mania of Wrestling, and uh, too big for just one night. And they were gonna, it was too big for just one night when uh, before the coronavirus. And uh, so apparently because of this, they decided to do it two nights. Um, should have been two nights to begin with. You imagine if they did a WrestleMania where it was outdoors and people could get together for two straight nights? Oh, like I don't it, think I would have left. <laughs> it was like you have to get tickets. You know the amount of revenue they would make if they had like this card for two nights. Like you have to you have to choose oh which one you prefer to come to. And well, it would have been what double. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It would be the most revenue they'd ever make ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, it would have been fucking double. It would have been awesome. I mean, but I know this. Well, in in uh, in in make believe pretend fantasy world, it'd be great because it would be selling out every night. They have a hard time selling out just one night, <laughs> let alone have two nights where people can be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna spend." Two hundred dollars per, you know, for the for nosebleed seats for two nights. Um, How much you spend for your nosebleeds? A hundred and like twenty, thirty. Exactly. Now double that. Would you have paid that for two nights? Mm, if I if I had to deal with MetLife for two nights, probably not. 
Honestly, I, I probably would be like, knowing that nightmare that it was to get out of there, just that alone and, and sitting there all that time, no. You know what I'm actually thinking? It might not work better for the WWE if they do two nights. Unless you know what the card is, I don't think it's going to be that much better for the two-night spectacle because how many people... It's like a stand-up comedy show. You go to a stand-up comedy show earlier in the day, mm-hmm. let's say you go to an 8 p.m. show, mm-hmm. you're going to look at it, you're going you're gonna to watch it, you're going to be like, oh, that was fucking hilarious. If you also go to the 10 p.m. show, mm-hmm. guess what? It's the same fucking show. It's the same show. <laughs> right. Right. So it, I, I understand it's not the same show, but I'm I'm interested to ha- to see how many people are going to be like I'd rather go on that day than that day. But see, and I was just about to say. So here's the thing that you wouldn't know what's what, just like you didn't know the card for this WrestleMania. You didn't know what order was going to be in, or who was going to fight on what night. So you're taking their chance of saying, "Listen, I want to see night one, or maybe night two is going to be better." You don't know. You don't know exactly if, if Lesnar is going to fight night one or night two. You didn't know if uh, the Boneyard match was going to be night one or night two. So you just take that risk, or you buy both. Yeah, we- but you buy both tickets and you go both nights. Buying both tickets would be fucking awesome. No. <laughs> both just, nights? Just sleep over. Just find a hotel yeah. nearby and just sleep over. Not even. Just fucking hop in your truck. Just stay in your truck. Parking lot. <laughs> um, if you have a pickup, it'd be way better. That'd be awesome. Just throw a blanket in the back. And you wake up. pillow. You wake up and there's everybody drunk around you. And Hell yeah. And then you just start drinking. Hair of the dog beer. and shit. It <laughs> <laughs> all makes sense. All right. So we, we started things off uh, night one on Saturday. Uh with Cesaro at the kickoff, Cesaro and uh, Drew Gulak. Cesaro taking that one. Uh, your women's sh- uh, tag team championship match with Bliss and Cross against the Kabuki Warriors. Um, and <laughs> Bliss and, and Cross won, so they're now the new champions. And then fast forward to Monday where... Uh, they won again. I'm sorry, sad, uh, Friday, where they won again on SmackDown, but I'm trying to combine two and one here. Nikki Cross basically ripping off her shirt and like attacking her own boobs. It's um, okay. That's a new thing, and, and it's I, okay. I wasn't angry. Um, hey, like Matt Riddle said, it's a thing. It's a thing. Just smack your <laughs> smack your tits. Um, Elias defeating King Corbin in uh, my least favorite match of the night. Um, we had Becky Lynch. I'm looking on the big board here. <laughs> Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler. Uh, I was surprised that Baszler lost. Uh, I really too. thought Lynch was going to lose and take her break. Mm-hmm. Um, go on our honeymoon. Go on our honeymoon. Or get married. I don't even think they got married yet. If I'm being honest, they're, no, they're not married yet. Um, yeah, I, I was, I was, I was shocked. I, the match itself was actually really good. It was just kind of, yeah. It, I, I don't know. Putting her in, uh, she she lost by a roll up, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It was just weak. <laughs> it's just it was it, weak it, it wasn't the it it was Vince Vince squashed Shayna just like that, just like that. I don't get it. Vince squashed her. Big time. I, I will I will say I, I will predict that Baszler will be back in NXT very quickly. I don't. I predict Baszler will go after Charlotte Flair's newly won NXT title. In NXT. All right, you might got me there. No, I see. <laughs> you, you might, you yeah, might you have to, to, if you have to point. fight the NXT champion, you might have to be in NXT. Uh, it's not true. Well. I heard that Charlotte is going to be jumping uh, – Really, jumping between uh, between shows. Okay, when I mean, she has the NXT title, logic says that she has to go down to NXT. True. <laughs> yes, but Vince doesn't know what logic is. This is very true. We've established that many times. <laughs> um, in the uh, the stiffest punch match of the night, uh, Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan. Um, 
shit. <laughs> just like, like we it, great it, show, great, it, it, great match. All of it. Full disclosure: you and we had watched this on Zoom. <laughs> all all yes. of us, you, me, Rob, Stephanie. Um, his, his I brother, ribbed you guys Tara. and came in fully dressed. Fully dressed. <laughs> I had my headphones and my microphone. I was ready. This was, uh, <laughs> this was. Um, one of those matches where I, I had to watch it again because I I watched obviously watched it with you guys, but I wanted to get the full effect of it because everybody was talking about how stiff it was, and man, they were like smacking the shit out of each other. Um, and Zane uh, retaining after uh, Gulak having um, Nakamura and Cesaro basically disappearing over the rail. It was very weird. Like they they went over the rail and then they vanished into some sort of performance yeah. center uh, zone. It was just it was gone. They were going. I think that was the portal into the Firefly Funhouse. Ah, they, they, then they finally got out. Well, good for them. Yeah, they got out. Um, and then the uh, the Rona uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship oh. with uh, Morrison, um, which rep- I don't think that he has. No, he doesn't have it. Uh, it was nice. It was nice to see the Miz come back this week on SmackDown. So anyway, uh, SmackDown. Uh, t- it was basically a. Uh, uh, representative from each tag team taking on uh, each other for the uh, triple threat match with yes. ladder match. And uh, this might be one of the most bizarre endings to a ladder match I have ever witnessed. Did you see the end of it again? Yes. Okay. I watched it. How they pulled down the, the that holder, the belt holder. Exactly. You see Morrison now, take the belts <laughs> in his hand and he looks, no, behind, yeah, he, he looks behind himself to see where he's going to land. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you could tell mm-hmm. it was you know that was choreographed. Sure, but going back to okay, remember when John Cena won his sixteenth? No, his fifteenth title reign. <laughs> you, it was I'm, I'm the sure. two belts. Yes, right, right. So you're saying that if Cena had walked down that ladder with the belts, and I forget who was it, Brock? He was facing. I don't know. I forgot who he was facing. Okay. But whoever he was facing then stripped the belts off that metal, that brass ring that the other person would have won. <laughs> right. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? Yeah. All what right. WWE, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to take the titles off of the fucking ring? Or do you want them to take the whole fucking ring? <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes no, no sense whatsoever. It does. And the, the, the funniest part of it, watching it again, was that you heard when Morrison took him off, you heard the Velcro on the back of the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the snap belts. Oh. You heard it rip off, and then he fell on the, on the ladder. That's um, one thing I'd wish they would have just left the snap belts I, for. Like, just bring the snap belts back for that one thing. This belts. way, when you hear him fall, you hear the click, <laughs> and then crack. Nope, you heard, a, <laughs> heard the Velcro rip. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Morrison takes that, and that's setting up a nice little uh, Ms. Morrison. Uh, I defended it, but I'm still like against Ms. kind of thing. Um Owens and Seth Rollins in a no DQ match. Well, it ended up being ended up being a no DQ match. Ended up being, a no which DQ it should have been match, the entire yeah. time, as you pointed out uh, that night. Should've, should've I said been. it should have been in a steel cage. Okay, in in the first place. That's that's what I had said in the beginning. Uh, one of the but I did say that it should have been an OTQ that night. Well, kind of called it. Kind of called it. Kind of called it. But they should have just yeah. They should have went with that the can't entire be half time. Pregnant, you know what I mean? Go full, full pregnant. <laughs> Full uh-huh. you, got, you can't go full re. What, what, what are <laughs> you we can't saying? Go full re. You can't go full re. Um, Owens with uh, with one of the spots in the night, man, going on that on top of that sign, and uh, just squashing Rollins on the table. And apparently, if if it was in an arena, he would have been on top of a of a ship. 
that actually was something I had in my outside the ring, and I saved it for this. Yes, he would have jumped off the ship. One thousand percent, he would have jumped off the ship. I'm sorry. He said that he went to Raymond James Stadium just in case they were actually going to do it from there with no audience. Yeah, and kind of like mapped it out. So he were like wow. where he'd go. Oh, it would have been so much been better. So wow, that wow. would have gone up there with Shane and with Mankind, all that stuff. Yeah. That, that would have been up there. Bronze, Jeff Hardy. Bronze would be dead. And the, New Jack. Yeah. First off, I don't know. Uh, complete segue right here. Yes. I don't do. know much about New Jack. Right? Right. But I'm learning a lot, and holy shit. Did you see Dark Side of the Ring? That guy is a maniac. Did you see Dark Side of the Ring? I have not. <sighs> if you ever. And uh, <laughs> it's on It's on my backlog. I have to finish the entire Marvel Infinity Saga because it's that's, if I'm being honest, the only reason I haven't watched a lot of wrestling mm-hmm. is because... Captain America got me hooked. <laughs> He's good. I don't know. That boy good. And um, Black Widow too. Duh. Yeah. No, Scar she's, Joe. She's hard. If you get a chance, if you take a break from Marvel and the MCU and watch anything wrestling related, Doc wrestling related, uh, Benoit, uh, mm-hmm. next week actually on, on, on Vice they're doing the, um, the the Jimmy Snooker, which is actually... The Jimmy the one, Snooker murder? Yeah. The one I'm looking forward to the most. I don't really know much about it. I know Benoit is something I've always been fascinated about, but I know a lot about that. The Snooker is not one of those that I'm really aware of, so I'm looking forward to that one. But all that to say, watch New Jack. Watch that one. And the amount of times he almost murdered somebody in the ring. Like literally was, with stabbing somebody in the back with, a, with a, a pen or a piece of glass or hitting somebody with a bat on the head. Like, yeah, just he, he was insane. <laughs> he you, was insane. You, you know what his music like his entrance music is, right? I remember. I just, How it's got that weird, like, shrieking missile kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So I've been listening to this podcast called Legion of Skanks. Okay. <laughs> We've definitely talked about it before. Uh, that was my other name for the show, but go ahead. Yes. Yeah. It's three comedians. Mm-hmm. They're not into pro wrestling, but they grew up during the ECW era. So, okay. Like, they know a lot about ECW. They don't know a lot about the new product and shit like that. Okay. I've been listening to that fucking podcast for about three years now. Mm. And it only took me until about yesterday to realize that New Jack's entrance music is the base for their entrance song. Like okay. their the beginning of their podcast starts with the beep. And it's it's I never realized that until now. Oh. The only reason I did realize that is because I was watching the uh the mass transit incident. God. God, that was intense. It got like it starts with it doesn't start with that, but it's like that's about a third of the way through. And it starts with it goes into that. It goes from from uh, was it, I did uh, see a clip of that uh, Georgia Mountain Wrestling, okay, with uh, Jim Cornette. He goes from he starts there, and then he leaves for uh, ECW, uh, which he just basically got up and left, and Cornette was pissed. And then that's when that that whole thing, the mass transit incident happened. Good God, man! I just saw, go watch that. Go watch. <laughs> it's a, it's just amazing. I saw a clip from the Dark Side of the Ring on Vice where he was just like, "It's like I told Paul." It was like if you send me out there, I'm gonna stab this white motherfucker. Sure <laughs> I'm enough, stab him. Sure enough, he and he told him. He said that Matt, uh, this kid, this kid who ended up being, low story short of this was he was 17. He said he was 21. He ended up being 17. He wanted the match with this guy. Um, it was supposed to be him. It was him and uh, Devon, Devon mm-hmm. Dudley. And the story goes, they said basically, Devon, get out of the ring. <laughs> and he, they threw him out of Devon! the ring. They said, Devon, they, they whispered to him, Devon, get out of the ring. And so they threw him out of the ring, and he said, it, it just stay there. And so that was that was the end of it. And wow. then they took this kid to task, and the kid even asked, like, just cut me. 
like as far as he wanted, he wanted to be bloody. They sure enough, and sure you got. Did he get sued for that? You got a. Uh, they sued him, but it was thrown out because he was seventeen, and he lied about his age. Wow. Yeah, he got he, he got off. He got watch. Please crazy. watch. It. Okay, I've said too much. Go watch it. <laughs> Go watch All it. Right, back it's back amazing. to WrestleMania. Just amazing. Just amazing. Um, uh, let's see here. So Owens uh, takes the dive on on Rollins and wins the no DQ match. Um, uh, the the throw in <laughs> Braun Strowman for uh, Roman Reigns comes up with a win against uh, Goldberg in all of two minutes. In- I've never been happier to see somebody beat Goldberg in my life. Agreed. And I'm so happy that it was Braun Strowman. And and now as of SmackDown, he's he's much better than. Oh my God! It's both like options all he that they had. Was a title belt. Yeah. <laughs> it was That's a title. It. Uh, he's better than both options that they would have had in Rome in Reigns or uh, or Goldberg. And then I heard Reigns was supposed to go over too. Well, yeah, I, I would have assumed that he would have. I just yeah. I'm so tired of him. I'm glad that Strowman got it. Um, Best they, match of the night. They just need to they just need to build him up, and they they kind of did on SmackDown where they he came in the mic and was like, "It wasn't my opportunity, but now that I have it, I'm going to take it and roll with it." Um, so that's that's well and good. Uh, I want to make an amendment to my statement. Please, that's go. not the best match of the night. We're going to get to the best match of the night. This one coming up right now. Yes, the main event. Yes, uh, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen um, in all my years of watching wrestling. But with that being said. This uh, motherfucking match should win a goddamn Oscar. <laughs> Best short film of the year. Are you kidding me? It took them eight hours to film this thing. And with the staff and the crew that were all around, and they, they, they put all this thing together in the, the middle of the night. And uh, WrestleMania yeah. last year still took longer. And it still took longer. <laughs> it was just about <laughs> the same amount of time it took to film this one match than the entirety of last year's WrestleMania. Um, yeah, this this was just insane. Just a, an amazing, like watching it again. Just an amazing kind of artistic uh, way of doing something so silly and stupid <laughs> that if you're into wrestling, you know it's already silly and stupid. And then you just add this aspect of it where they're in a in a backyard in a makeshift graveyard with a with a, a cabin farm area over there where they're they're taking nose dives and jumping off of things. It just it was just it was great, incredible. Yeah, I loved it. Some people don't consider it a match, really. I didn't consider it a match. I am not one of those people. <laughs> I'm not one of those people either. I but am not one of those people. With that, I don't care if you have to hear a bell ring. Yeah, right. It's, it, that was a wrestling match. Yeah. That was a fight. <laughs> a fight. <laughs> that was a well choreographed <laughs> fight. Hell yeah! Uh, that thing was fucking awesome. That was great. It was just great. Go watch it again. <laughs> just watch it have, again and let's see what happens. And now AJ. I do have dead. one thing from that match, really yes. quick. Um. Rumor has it that the Druids from the Taker AJ match yes. were wrestlers from Afa Wild Samoan School. Okay. Wrestling school. Hmm. So that's interesting. Okay. Although I really just thought it was, you know, Jobert's that they just which I mean technically they are, I yeah. guess. I I thought I did not think that they were gonna have those three I mean they, that they were gonna have all the druids surround Undertaker like that. Mm. When I saw the first two come out with AJ, when they opened up his casket, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is Gallows and Anderson, and then they're going to take off the thing and just going to show him. And I was like, okay, this makes no, sense. Nope. But apparently not. Nope. Um, I was wrong. Uh, this one here is reporting that they're saying that uh, WrestleMania, uh, WWE was so happy with the way it was presented that you can expect more of this going forward. And Just like uh, Wednesday. Just like Wednesday. And uh, 
the dialogue was improvised. The cut that Undertaker got was by mistake, and they 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 kept it. Um, yeah. So apparently, after everything was said and done with Matt Hardy, they were like, you know what? Now we can do it. <laughs> now we yeah. can go. Which is kind of screwed up, but whatever. Um, yeah, definitely an amazing match. Matt Fight. screwed Matt. Matt screwed Matt. Know this. Know this to be true. Um, <sighs> night number two. Night number two. Let's get through this here. Uh, so we had, let's see, the kickoff match was uh, Liv Morgan and Natalia. And Natalia jobbing to Liv Morgan. Um, and then right off the bat, NXT Women's Championship with uh, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. And I thought that was a really good match. It was really, it was really good. It, it was, was really good. It was really good. And Rhea is, Rhea is, Rhea is really good. Rhea is a really good wrestler. Um, Flair is Flair. And uh, the two of them going at it and just like taking shots back and forth. And in the midst of it, not knowing what was going on with Rhea's working papers and kind mm-hmm. of her dropping it so quickly, I, I was kind of stunned when I watched it. Me too. But now no. I also saw that uh, uh, Rhea's gear was inspired by Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. A lot of uh, video game fans in wrestling. Oh, they're all nerds. All nerds, <laughs> which is why they're in wrestling. We are all nerds, we wrestling all fans and wrestlers. Nerds. Yeah. Um, in the most pointless match of both nights, uh, actually up there with uh, with Elias and Corbin, Aleister Black and Bobby Lashley. And, yeah. Uh, I just I, I refuse to like any Bobby Lashley matches, not just because he's horrible on the mic, but because his storyline is... Lana just, standing right next to him? With Lana there, despite Lana being there, which is always nice to look at, uh... It just doesn't make sense. They, they, again, wrestling, because, because wrestling, because of wrestling, that you just have no idea what's going on, why they're married, uh, who she's fighting. Uh, Liv Morgan in the opening match, like that whole storyline is out the window. Her whole storyline that happened with uh, the Rye Squad and, and them contending against each other, that was thrown out the window after Elimination Chamber. Um, yeah, just it's not, none of it makes sense. It didn't. I'm hype. I'm just happy that Alistair won because not it would have been so bad for his career. He yeah. would have gone down, 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 down. Uh, uh, Otis and Dolph. Excuse me. My man. <gasps> My man. Oh, bless My me. My man. <laughs> Fat boy. Thick boy nation. Coming through. With thick Otis. boy nation out here in full force right now. So he, he put on a show for did. thick boy nation. <laughs> he did. Um, just, they're going at it, and all of a sudden you hear Rose's music. And she comes out and and smacks the shit out of uh, out of what's her face, Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville, thank you. And uh, <laughs> and then goes at Dolph and just smacks him in the balls with a with a, the ever loving uh, Jesus. Wow, Whoa, smack here, Mike's, bro. Uh, Careful, with the forearm and uh, want to bump mics like uh, Jeff Ross. And David <laughs> <Tell>. <laughs> uh, Otis gets the win and then picks up Mandy and. They, they they make out and Otis gets the win and then he gets the and win. he gets the win and then takes her takes her in the back and gets the the win win win. Um, I wish that was hey true. Yo. I wish that was true. I wish hey they, I wish that was actual storyline where like they yeah I want her now we're gonna bang. They <laughs> went on IG live. Oh, if they had like a Matt Hart, if they had a Edge Lita type thing yeah. in the middle of the ring, like I get her and now I do you. And he breaks the t- <laughs> breaks the bed breaks the bed on top like she's crushed. You're destroying me. You're killing me. Um. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so funny. Ravage that shit. Good, All right, next thing. Good for him. Nice payoff for that one. Um, Hell yeah. The last man standing match with Randy Orton and the returning after nine years, Edge. 
because you didn't know they wanted you to know man it's been nine years it's been nine years and uh had a little uh homage to uh chris benoit there yeah yeah i don't think anybody's gonna notice that one <laughs> until everybody pointed it out <laughs> it's like exactly chris we miss you no we don't um yeah hey just, <laughs> just <laughs> i miss him do you Chris Benoit? Uh, I miss his style. I, 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 don't yeah. miss, I don't miss a murder. I'm sorry. I would, dude, I would love to see a match between Chris Benoit and AJ Styles right now. To the death. To, well, that's a little much. Oh, that's much. Yeah. That's much. All right. I got you. Winner kills their kid. All Winner. right. <laughs> wow. Good Lord. That was too much. That, that was, was too much. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, that was a lot. Edge with the, the, uh, the innovation with the uh, climbing on the on the fence in the back there. There's a there's a fence in the boardroom for some reason, and he climbs on there and gives him an elbow, and they get on top of the bus. Um, and he gets. Uh, I wonder how many people actually knew that that was Benoit? Oh, you going back to that? You know now? what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh sure, okay. That spot. I don't think they meant to do that. <laughs> I don't think that was like I intentional. I think. Why just... is there a steel grade above there? <laughs> It's such a good question. It's why is there still great? Why is there a still fucking great on that, top of that goddamn thing? That particular moment, that that reason. <laughs> you just want to have an el- reason to elbow somebody onto a table, onto a conference table. Um, and then the spear on the top of the bus, followed by the concerto, and uh, and Randy. Is that a thing? Randy Orton's dead. Con chair two. Con chair right. two. I had the uh, subtitles on, but I just haven't shut my subtitles off, so it was on during WrestleMania. Okay. It's very, very lagged. And you can just see them put con chair toe. C O N C H A I R dash T O. Okay. It's like, I mean, at least spell it out the right fucking way. Yeah. Like, we get it. We get the pun. Mm-hmm. We know. Mm-hmm. But fuck. Everybody thinks we're fucking idiots. <laughs> Stupid idiots. Stupid idiot. Stupid idiot. <laughs> uh, let's see on the big board here uh, Street Profits against uh, Garza and the the man that you apparently have a huge heart on for nowadays Austin Theory um, AD all day Austin Theory all day AT no 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 his thing is AD all day all day right I never heard a- him say a- Adrian, Adrian Peterson what's his thing they call him AD all day what all day yeah. Right. I don't know why I thought you said a little D. I'm like, little D. Me? We're not talking about that right now. <laughs> they, <laughs> the fuck? I'm little D. What, why? Why are you little D? No. Uh, My dad's big D. <laughs> <laughs> big D, little D. I wouldn't take that no, nickname. Boy. I wouldn't take the nickname at all. Um, and then so they, they had <laughs> this match here, and then uh, try, I'm trying to try to combine the two here. Street Profits take the win with that one here. Uh, Bailey. Going against Banks, Naomi, Evans, and Tamina. Wait, wait, wait. Bianca Belair came out. You forgot about that one. Oh, look at that. That's right. Uh, we, we were introduced to NXT's Bianca Belair coming in uh, defense of her husband against uh, Zelina Vega. How long do you think it um, takes before uh, Angelo Dawkins and, and Montez Ford break up because of Bianca? Oh, jeez. You, you think she Yoko Ono's the Street Profits? I do. At some point. Ugh. Not anytime soon, but I do. That's so depressing. And then I see Montez Ford uh, going heel. Really, I do, because she's a good heel. That'd be awesome. She's a good heel. I don't like her as a face. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. It's what happens. What was the next match? Those couples, <laughs> um, the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, uh, with uh, Tamina Evans, Banks, Bailey, and Bailey takes that one. Uh, so, my whole thing was, why 
WrestleMania is supposed to be the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So why are you planting seeds at the end of the season for now? Like they they left us on a cliffhanger essentially. Agreed. With the whole Sasha Bailey storyline, because that's what's basically the whole basis behind this women's championship match is the Sasha Bailey storyline. If I could interject and possibly give you a Vince logic, no, no, you can't. Interject. I, no, nobody ever can. Um, <laughs> I I think that if you had the two of them at odds now. And then you put the, th- the other three women in this match, it would have taken away from that aspect of it. I think if you do it now, I'm just I'm trying to go on reason why they would do it now. It's too forced right now. If you do it now, at least you would have it go on at least hopefully maybe till SummerSlam or whatever the next oh, pay per view is. Um, and it's She'll already probably what I was gonna say. It's already starting in SmackDown. They already had uh, uh, Bailey offered up Banks to Tamina um, in a match. Bailey's probably gonna defend her title at Money in the Bank. Depend if that if thing still fucking if, goes if on. it's happening or happening with no people who the fuck knows anymore. Right. But I'm gonna say that that's when it's gonna shift into Sasha going for the title. Okay, I agree. And then they have Sasha Bailey SummerSlam because hmm. I'm pretty sure the excuse me. Oh, bless you. Um, the NXT Takeover Brooklyn hmm. one was where they had that 30-minute Iron Man match, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Right? Iron Woman match, sorry. I'm not sure. But I think that was right around SummerSlam weekend. I think that that's when that happened, so it would kind of make, you know, full circle. Full circle. Hopefully it's soon. But Banks Banks is definitely going uh, face. I can't see. I don't like that. I neither do I. But one of them has to go face, and they're both good heels. I, I don't know. I they are both good heels. Both good heels. Um, I watched this next match uh, with you guys, and then I watched it again earlier today while high, and I understand hey, now. Hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. You're high now. Same. Yeah. Same. I'm a little on, on I the... mean, not now, but, you know, same. I watched it I watched it earlier with you guys, Yes. and then I watched it later on, you know, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and while recording this and being on the down end of that high, uh, I could say that this match uh, tickled my fancy. And oh, it tickled much more for me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, you know, let me let me say why I say that because the first time I watched it with you guys, I was kind of like, "What the hell are we watching?" And I wasn't really sure, and I couldn't hear really all that was being said. But then um, I wrote down all the notes that I had from this particular match, and there were five levels of Cena that they were able to go through. Uh, I'm sorry, oh, four see, levels of Cena. Get them all. Four levels of Cena, and then one level of of Bray. Okay. Yes. Ruthless Aggression. Uh, that is one. The Doctor. Two. Uh, regular Cena with the jorts. I didn't count that one, but okay. Nope, so then that's not one. Um, what Cena would have been like as a heel. Correct. Okay, which means I got one more. The Doctor. It has to do with uh, the song that I played in the beginning of the, the show. Oh, that's when he's. Uh... By the way, who was that supposed to? You talk about when he was with Bray in Saturday Night's Main Event. Correct. They they just did. They... Who was that supposed to be? It was. Who... I don't remember that. It wasn't supposed to be anybody, but they they that's how they always did their promos. They did it behind in front of the the, the Saturday Night's Main Event banner, and like when they had a, a steel cage with the old school blue. Uh, yes. metal. Yes, I know that. They did it behind that. Like Hogan would do that all the time, and even Bray made a point of saying 
at one point he basically, and I'm paraphrasing, said that uh, big muscles and not a lot of talent. And I know that he was talking about <laughs> he's talking about Cena, but that also but he's really carries, talk about Hogan. He was talking about a lot of those guys. <laughs> like they were all roided up and l- lack of talent in the eighties. Um, so that was so I I had ruthless aggression. Uh-huh. Saturday night's main event. I had Thugonomics, Doctor Thugonomics, mm-hmm. and then I had uh, Mercy air quotes Mercy Bray. He came out with his his braids and yes. his his, uh, yes. his shirt, and then NWO his Cena, Hawaiian. his Hawaiian shirt, and then NWO Cena. Um, so he kind of went through the arc of of time, and they were able to get like you go. Th- if you, on, I know on the network they have a show based on like all the props that they've had, and they have like a, the storage in in Stanford or wherever it is. Oh yeah, I think, oh yeah, I think it's in Stanford, and. Uh, like the the coffin. I think is it's in Orlando, actually. Undertaker's, yeah. I think it's in Orlando. Wherever it may be, they, I know it's on the network. I've seen it where they they show this big warehouse and they have like the coffins of Undertaker and they have like that fist, the SmackDown fist that they oh, use. So happy to see that. <laughs> it was, that was awesome. It's awesome to see that. It's awesome to have like the old school like uh, uh, steel cage uh, things there, the blue ones. Uh, they had the big banner of the Saturday Night's main event. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of cool to have like to see where they 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 pull these things out of and they still have them in storage and for situations like this they can just kind of have it and like the, the WCW Perfect. the Nitro the Monday Night Night yeah. <laughs> Nitro is the sign I thought it was great I thought it was a great like throwback it was very weird and I appreciated it more being high really <laughs> yeah, yeah I know the feeling uh, really quickly before we get out of WrestleMania because yes. this was the last match it was one more match. There was one more match? Yes. Oh, there was one more match. Okay, really quickly. Yes. Right now, who would you put in Cena's NWO now? Oh. So you have Cena's Hogan. Okay. We'll, Cena... go, we'll go original NWO. Three people. So two other people besides Cena. Oh, so not the wrestlers that are in now. Like, you're talking about old school NWO. Original no, NWO. No, no, no. I'm talking about right now, but we're going to go with the original NWO cast. Okay, so if Cena is Hogan, I'm going to mm-hmm. say Rollins is Ooh. Hall. And Reigns is Nash. Reigns that's is the only Nash. way you can do that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Okay. That's it. All right. Yeah. yeah. I had pretty much the same sentence. Okay. All right. Good. All right. And then we had the uh, the WWE championship. I have never wanted to be CC to go heel any more than I do right now. That'd be awesome if you win. Like, that would be so good. You yeah. just. I did remember. I did say a couple months ago that yeah. they were, they were thinking about bringing back the NWO. Do it. Do it. With this Cena. is the way to start That'd it. That'd be awesome. This is the way. So like like yeah. This is the way. Why why it changes everybody and this would be the way to have like change Cena up. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. He's not doing anything other than rocket mortgage commercials. When did Bray has Bray and Roman been a thing yet? Mm, the fiend like and fiend and no. Roman. No, no. Rollins. Right, never mind. Yeah. I had a joke. I'll save it for later. Save it when they actually become a thing. Um, exactly. And then we, the main event: uh, McIntyre, Lesnar, and only in WrestleMania can you kick out of two F fives and uh, and the first kickouts at one at one. <laughs> so then he kicked out three times. He, he needed to do that though. It built up Drew so well. Builds so well. Builds him up uh, for this. Um, I liked he he pointed at the camera and said, "I want I'd like to know who he's saying thank you to." I still haven't found that out yet. Um, uh, I did. Okay, he's yes. saying thank you to all of us. Is that what he said? That's that's what he said. Okay. He actually went on Pat McAfee show and oh, that's nice. Was describing. Well, you know what, Drew, you're welcome. That's actually you want to know the funny thing about that. Mm. That's one of the things you're not supposed to do in WWE. You're not supposed to break the fourth wall. No. I don't know why. The one thing you don't do after winning a title is look into the camera and reach out. That's exactly what Drew said. Well. And he was like, I was like, fuck it. I did it anyway. I did it anyway. And you know what? You're welcome. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. That's fine. 
Thank God, Robert Lesnar in there anymore, and uh, which led to the the end of Raw, which we'll we'll get to uh, about right now. That was the end of WrestleMania. That's it. Um, the weirdest WrestleMania of all time. Uh, not the worst though. Definitely not the worst. I would still not listen the worst. in front of nobody, other than Cole and JBL and uh, Saxton. I would take that more than eleven or nine. <laughs> That's it is much better than than both Hell of yeah. them. Much much better than both of them. Um. That leads to really quickly. Raw had uh, the introduction of Bianca Belair as a wrestler uh, to Raw. She's now officially on Raw, um, and she that, that 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 whole story took three segments. They had Oscar defeated uh, Liv Morgan in the first match, and then Street Profits take on uh, Theory and Garza in a in a rematch. Ended up in a DQ, and then end up with the women fighting, and then ended up in a three on three match. It. Three segments. They want to stretch this this thing out because of what's going on. God bless them. <laughs> they they stretch it's it out. Almost like a certain uh, general manager was there. Play a play a play a play. That's right. <laughs> like he did the uh, uh, yeah. the play a player. Uh, I miss him. Um, the uh, bring back Teddy Long. Ted, bring him back. Uh, he, he should actually manage them. That would be awesome. Manage the street profit. Oh um, my god. The, we uh, pass. That over. might be one of the best ideas you've ever had. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I don't know why I never thought of that. That now. that and the Queen of the Ring, and, and you put those two on the same night, that'd be all right. Um, oh, yeah, man. Uh, let's see. Alistair as long Black, as we get invited to the whatever pay per view that happens, at. we should get the ringside seats. Uh, yeah. Black and, and a chair. Cruise and a chair. I take. I'm taking on the chair. I don't care what you say. <laughs> uh, they so now they. By the way, they instituted trades. Did you know this was a thing? Or 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 does it fall under the umbrella of cause wrestling that there are trades? Uh, no, if you actually heard. Cole mm-hmm. last night on SmackDown, mm-hmm. he had explained that uh, the Forgotten Sons had debuted on SmackDown, which we'll probably get into. I don't know if you saw SmackDown. I did. I actually just finished watching it. I did. And pretty happy the Forgotten Sons were, were included in the whole uh, call over type thing. Matt, but yes. Cole said verbatim, you know, this is the re- this is the SmackDown after WrestleMania where we normally get a... Uh, a a uh, debut. superstar or a tag team from NXT that comes over to Raw or SmackDown and right. shit like that. Right. So he did put a little bit of explanation behind it, which I definitely appreciate. Because if yeah. you just said, hey, these are these guys, you may have seen them before. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, come on. At least they didn't treat us like a baby this time. It's like, hey, listen, this is what happens. Fucking deal with it. Yes. Yeah. This is, I guess, we uh, rules always change. <laughs> it's, it's, that's wrestling. Especially in the WWE. Especially WWE. And, uh, this was one of those things. I was actually I did watch SmackDown, and I not, not only did I watch it, I watched it with uh, with Rob and Stephanie via Zoom, and uh, they were asking me about because they don't watch NXT, watching Thanks me about. Uh, I'm sorry. The, uh, what? I said they, they they were asking me about. They Thanks forgotten for the sons. invite. What? You were working. <laughs> I knew you were working. Otherwise, I didn't invite you. <laughs> you said you were working. Yeah, I was. I was working. Son of a bitch. Um. So uh, they were asking me about well, the, the forgotten sons. Always want pizza. <laughs> Real rant. Get your money. Why? Get your money. What the fuck? Did, oh no, I'm not. I'm not complaining about the money. Okay. Complaining like everybody's so worried about it, you know bringing the virus in and shit like that and what? <laughs> and everybody's still ordering pizza. You're or- supposed to be saving money. You're ordering pizza. I might order pizza after we're done with this. How about that? Well, just tip the driver well. That's all I ask. That's all I'm doing. I, that's all I ever do. All right. Good. Come on. Seven. Do you tip based off money? Or based off distance, or 
I, I'm in a weird situation where my entrance, as you know, is in the back of the house, and I have a mm-hmm. lot of deliver delivers deliverers will not come to the back. Like they'll call me and be like, "We're outside," and I'm like, "Okay." As I said in the instructions, you have to come to the back, and if they don't come to the back after like 30 seconds, I have to go out there. I deduct. If you come to the back, I will add a lot. That's that's basically it. If I have to put shoes on and go outside or go up my stairs, go around the corner to get the food, you get less. To be fair, follow the instructions. Playing devil devil's advocate. Sure. I don't give a fuck what the instructions say. Mm-hmm. If it does say come to the back, I'm still gonna call you to say that I'm there and that I'm gonna come to the back. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But okay. don't say I'm outside. Like okay. And then what are you doing after that? Are you coming to the back as the instructions implied, or are you just gonna do? You're just gonna stay there while I come out to you. That's all I'm saying. All right. Oh, and you you hear about this contact free delivery shit? I went to a freaking uh, uh, what was it Burger King when after they said that and they they didn't they they gave it to me in their hand with the well, they had gloves on, but the, it was yeah. like in their hand with the bag. They're like, here, take it. I thought you're supposed to put it on a tray and then at least have presentation. Show me that so, you're not touching it, even though you put so it in the restaurant- bag. They do contact-free deliveries, which means if it says contact-free on there, you're supposed to leave it out front, and then, or wherever it is, apartment building, whatever, you're supposed to leave it there, mm-hmm. and then call them once you're on your way back. Like, once you go, so what I do is I'll drop it off in front, and I'll call them when I get into the car, because I'm not going to take my phone out. Right. My phone is always in the car. It's got my GPS and shit. The worst thing ever is when people are like, well, why did you leave it on the floor? Where the fuck else am I supposed to put it? <laughs> On the pizza stand? <laughs> there was 30 mile an hour winds in New York City last night. Guess yeah. what? I ain't leaving a whole fucking pizza on a ledge. Right. The thing's just going to go. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> You're going to have margarita sauce on the fucking top side of the goddamn pizza box. And that's what they wanted. I hate people. Ah, uh, so do I. It's fucking ridiculous. So do I. I uh, despise people. Um, <sighs> let's see here. So all that to say is that crew's got traded over. <laughs> and so now that we have that. Um, Great segue. Rick, yeah, really. Ricochet and Cedric Alexander, the new uh, tag team of the future here, um, defeating Oni, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. Uh, Rollins defeating a nobody. The return of Nia Jax. She is back. Nia Jax uh, defeating the, the very hot Deanna Peruzzo. Perazzo, sorry. Um, yeah. Let's see. And then Who uh, used to be in a tag team with Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. Uh, Humberto in a match. And then uh, the main event, which was recorded right after he won against. Lesnar, the big show comes out. This did not make sense to me. It did not make sense. Um, I understand. Listen, I I, I know that the, sh- the big show show <laughs> is what they're promoting, and which is why he was on there. But they also wanted to have it as a twofold thing. They, they not only promote that, but to have Drew go over on another big guy to show more mm-hmm. dominance. Um, yeah, I didn't understand that. It was just like, it, you imagine in the same night if, if show had won and, and Drew had the belt for all of like five seconds. I did, I, I don't know. I I, I appreciate that they showed it. To do. It would be. It would absolutely. Be. You waited ten years for this, and then you know, screw you. This is it. We're done. Um, yeah, it did Big not. Show. I'm pretty sure also has been ten years in between his last his match. last match. He's uh, busy sh- filming Netflix shows. Um, okay, With so Mark Henry and Mick Foley and uh, Sheamus and uh, Keith Lee. Yeah, uh, no, it was that. That's not the that main event. The main event. I'm, the main I'm, event. I'm screwing up. I'm mixing. I'm cross ventilating with WWE shows, and it's like one's going this way, yeah. one's going that. They're way. all of the same premise. Um, Which way did they go? That way. Let's go. Uh, it's the last two things of of the show here. Let's go in really quickly into AEW Dynamite and NXT. Uh, your your choice, sir. 
I watched NXT first. Okay. Only because uh, I don't have cable in my room, so it got to the network before I was able to watch AEW on television. Okay. Then we'll go with NXT first. All right. Um, three matches. Your on, girl. Three matches on the entire card. So this, uh, the number one contender's ladder match to face off against uh, Charlotte Flair and Io Shirai picks up that win on that match. That was that was a really good match. That was it was uh, between uh, which. Uh, Ray and Io Shirai and Tegan Knox. I thought Tegan Knox was actually going to take it at, at a couple points there. Um, but yeah, Io Shirai coming up with the win, and I, I, I think she's well overdue. I think it's it's a it's kind of like the Kushida syndrome where you have this wrestler who's like way beyond her her segments of talent. Like she's like they're, they're all here, and she's like up here, and yet she mm-hmm. has to get, basically get not job. She doesn't job, but she just doesn't get the push that she needs. And so this would be a good match. I'm looking forward to. I don't see her beating her, beating Flair, but I I do see it being a good match. The only thing I have to say about that match mm-hmm. was uh, shit. Okay. It's coming to my mind. It was a great match. It was an absolutely incredible match. Yeah, I would definitely watch that again. Um, I probably won't, but yeah, okay. yeah, I get it. Yeah, I watch it for her because <laughs> I love her. Uh, well, in that case, well then, yeah, yeah. Um, and then. <laughs> I forgot the guy's name, but uh, Indushare uh, defeating yes. Everize and the, their their manager. But these guys uh, uh, from from India, six three and six eight. Why would you not just put Jinder Mahal with them? <sighs> Jinder ain't doing shit right now. Hmm. Do you want it just separate from him? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. It makes sense. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> it was like the thirty-minute uh, Iron Man match here with Gargano and Ciampa, and the the twist slash horrible acting slash uh, horrible acting by who? By Larray. Okay, all right, all right. Oh yeah, no, no, I, the two of them were went tooth and nail. Like if you, I, I always say this to everybody that does not watch NXT, like there are certain matches that you just you could do without, like in anything. But this was really good. Like, the, and it was a well produced, like just like kind of like. The boneyard match, but in the back of of uh, full sail. Which, by the way, um, shout out to uh, Morrow for his return. Um, on I this. don't I was, think that was full sail. It was. It wasn't the performance center. No. Oh, they returned back to full sail. I did not notice. Yeah, that. in the beginning of the of the night, they returned back to full sail um, for one match for the entirety for all of them. That entire show was at Full Sail University? It was recorded, yes. It was all recorded at Full Sail. Ah, shit, man. Yeah. I <laughs> did. They, they opened it up. They, yeah, it's, it was basically it was a close set. Wow. Yeah. I did not notice that. Yeah. So Morrow was back at, at Full Sail. Um, it was just, it, they, yeah, they, they mentioned in the beginning of the night. And when I heard his name, I, I kind of like perked up. I was like, oh, shit. It's so good to hear him again. Um, oh, it's the best announcer in all of wrestling. It's the best oh announcer God. in all of wrestling. I'm going to pay attention now. Um yeah, this this definitely with all the the bumps and the hits and the, on top of the buses and the chairs and the tables and blah blah blah, um, it was it was just really good and really really well produced. And then, uh, Candice LeRae comes out of nowhere and pulls off just one of the worst acting jobs of all time, um, saying that, telling Chopper to stop, stop, stop. He finally uh, suddenly has a heart. Um, he's he's telling uh, she leaves the ring. Well, it's a black heart. It's a black heart. She. She proceeds to kick him, kick Gargano in the nuts. Gargano in the nuts says, "I hate him. I want to divorce him. I hate my husband." 
She leaves. He Champa is like, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Johnny. I didn't mean this. I didn't mean this. And then suddenly, out of the blue, the Ray comes and just kicks Champa right in the nuts. And it, <laughs> you see Johnny pull out a cup, a supportive cup, <laughs> out of his, his pants and beats Tommaso. And the two of them deviously run away. And now the Ray is a heel. I'm so happy. Did you, I did not see this coming. <laughs> I didn't see this. Me neither. I didn't see any of that coming. I loved every second of it. I didn't see any of it coming. I thought it was great. I, I thought I saw one picture on Instagram of Candace in between Johnny and Tommaso. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly when I knew I was watching NXT first because it's like, is she going to like, is this a Hulk Hogan and fucking Macho Man type thing? Yeah. Like is, it was like a double swerve. Tommaso Macho? Like, yeah. oh, shit. It was like a double swerve. Like, she was like, oh, God, they're they're getting divorced. Oh, no, wait. They were like the new. That's it was great. The entire match, I'm like, what the fuck was in that brown bag that Candace gave him? And you didn't see that? No. Well, it was the cup. Oh, right. Yeah, I would assume that makes sense now. Yeah, it gave him like a. She gave him a brown bag. Right. It's like here, and he just took it, and went inside. It makes sense now. All a plan. It's all a plan. Unbelievable. NXT was really good. Um, yeah. And that's that's takeover. That was your better NXT. than AEW. That was, that was your takeover. That was report. your takeover. Brought to you by Sons of Slam. <laughs> better, better than AEW. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's get into that. and We'll wrap up this whole shindig here. Um, so we had talked about this before. Shivani and Le Champion, Chris Jericho, doing the commentary, and you did not like Jericho on the mic. Nope. Explain to yourself. He did not. Or to me, he why. did not give Shivani any fucking room to breathe. So you, you put down Shivani every chance that he could. Well, he's a I, heel. I did like that. It's a heel. I get it. Right. But then he's putting over Cody Rhodes. He's putting over Lance Archer. He's putting over all these other fucking people. Like, you're supposed to be a wrestler. You can't, I went, understand that he's mode. no Jesse the body No, when it comes to commentary. No. The body who could is? fucking do whatever the governor, whatever you want to call him. Who is? He was great. Yeah. One of the best but heel like, announcers of all time. He gave no room to Shivani at all. And there was even a point in there during the Cody and Sean Spears match. Mm. Where Shivani goes, all right, we're gonna take it to break, blah 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 blah, and he fucking rattles off the the you know the the closeout to, to mm-hmm. go to commercial, and then not a mere two and a half seconds later, you just hear, and we're back, and we're back, yeah, because it screwed up, <laughs> the timing was screwed up. Um, that's why you need Jim there. Yeah, that's his forte. Yeah, as far as as far as I mean, Shivani did it for years though, as far as lead, but it's just for some reason. Yeah, but this isn't also 1995 anymore, dude. Mm. It's 2020. Got to get on your shit. <laughs> and then Jericho just kept off. Like, Jericho talked over the entire thing. He did. Well, he went he into, talked he, over the entire. Si- he, oh. he went into like announcer mode. Yeah, like broadcasting wise, I did not like Jericho on okay. the mic. Okay. I he he just stepped over Shivani. I did laugh when he called him Skiavone. It was pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. I just, it wasn't for me. Like, it, I don't know. No. I thought Cody, Cody was 10 times better than Jericho. Really? Yeah. Okay. He knew the moves. The only thing fucking Jericho said that was remotely funny was Tope, and then Shivani called him Excalibur. It was hilarious. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, they, well, we'll get, I'll get into why I, that was kind of like iffy with them, but I, I ultimately, I liked Jericho on it. But, um, can we just say that, uh, starting off the show with Jake the Snake Roberts, I will take any time that he's on mic or he gets into a promo, um, wherever he may be in, in his remote location, because he can't be in in Atlanta, Georgia, to be with Archer. But uh, 
I bet yeah. it's just a rocking chair he has in his fucking living room. And they just turn the lights off and just film me. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm going to say some random shit and then push exactly. push Archer so hard. Um, he said, you, you see what happened to Marco? Poor Marco. I don't know what happened to you, Marco. Nobody else wanted it. He saw that as an opportunity to pr- pr- prove to everybody you thought that you were willing to, and you were the man. Sometimes, good teleprompter. Good, good, good teleprompter. I'm trying. Uh, Marco, sometimes it's better to be thought of as a fool than to speak up and take action and erase all doubt. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. Uh, Jake um, Roberts, you are great. I've always said, if there was like, you ever have you ever been proposed the question, uh, if you had to have someone narrate your life, who would you want it to be? Sure. Right. My, always my go-to was uh, Morgan Freeman. Sure. Always. There was another one, but I forgot. Just because, like, honestly, Jake the Snake could narrate my entire life. I fucking love that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I <laughs> see if we can get that happen. Um, all right, so we opened up the the show with uh, the Murder Hawk, with uh, as stated, Lance Archer against an Allen Angels, and uh, he did a he gave him a overhand suplex. He had him in a choke, cho- like a choke slam, and then he threw him over his shoulder. <laughs> it was yeah, just, it was it was the craziest thing. Um, yeah, the, the, that guy is a fucking. St- Died that guy's a beast. Ring. That guy is He's a beast. Nuts. Yeah. He, and now all the people that are going after AEW, you don't sign big guys, guy. You yeah. haven't signed a big guy. Blah, 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 blah. You have a big guy. You got a big guy now. That's you got a big boy. That's a big boy. <laughs> that is a big, big boy, Lance Archer. Um, Quote Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> I like to see that match. Uh, Britt Baker against uh, Hikaru Shida. Um, this was, was the match. Honestly, where, I was rooting for Britt Baker the entire time. Yeah, so so was I. Even though I, I love Sheeta, uh, but uh, yeah, no, Britt, I, I love Baker more. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like they're going back and forth. And then why is it that <laughs> this is my racist statement of the week? Why is it that uh, it seems like Asian wrestlers seem to bust noses so quickly? Strong style. It, is that what it is? Because she be. it, and I went, watched it again. It was like I didn't seem like it was much. But she she got her somewhere with like the back fist or like a knee to her face, and she busted her nose open. I think it was a, a kick to the head. Kick to the oh something, <laughs> whatever it was to her face. I, I totally missed it. But, it broke her nose. Yeah, no, it's definitely broken. Like it was just gushing, oh, yeah. gushing, gushing, gushing blood. I'm just um, glad that you didn't involve her teeth. You know, thank God. But she said she did say that if I if I if, if she had it, I would, my dentist. If you knocked out my teeth, I would have fixed them. Um, you want to hear something funny? Yeah. My grandfather was sitting. I, I actually watched that earlier today at AEW. Mm. My grandfather was sitting right next to me, and she had that whole promo. And he goes, he was listening. So he's like, uh, he's like, wait, I don't think dentists can fix their own teeth. <laughs> Listen, Grandpa, thank you. I appreciate it. Like, I was like, yeah, well, but she's actually a dentist. She's like, but I don't think he, she can fix her own teeth. I, I think someone else has to do that. <laughs> I appreciate you being so factual, Grandpa. You, you, are, you are the man, the myth, the legend. Thank you. Thank you for the grounded. It keeps me grounded. Realistic. Um, let's see what we else. You want to hear a joke? He told me really quick. I'm yep, sorry. Please. I just got to get this out. Uh, this <laughs> lady, uh, a woman had her husband. Her husband died. Right, a lady's husband had died. Okay. And one of his last wishes, that he had two wishes. He was like, I want to be cremated, and I want a blowjob. This is what my grandma, 82 year old grandfather, said to me. I love that. Like, I want to be cremated. Show. And I want a blowjob. Okay. So she had him cremated, and took his ashes out, and then went, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, 
Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being the man, the myth, the legend. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then our next match, we had uh, Kenny Omega and Michael, Na- Na- I'm sorry, Nakazawa <laughs> against uh, Naka. Nakazawa. Uh, against the best friends for the name. <laughs> the name, the best friends. Um, this was the match where I was like, Shivani and Jericho just didn't understand or just were, were not getting on the same page as Nakazawa as far as his antics with the whole thing yeah. with the oil and all that. And in the beginning, I was like, I, I, I was tending to lean towards what they were saying. And I'm just watching the match. I'm like, it's, it's, a, it's wrestling, dude. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I understand it was like out of the box kind of like being like cheesy sometimes, but it's wrestling, know. bro. It's wrestling. Okay. Exactly. Come on, stop. Stop being that guy. You're why? Like, you're because like wrestling. Because That's wrestling. Why. Don't be Jim Ross where you're like, uh, it's not wrestling. I don't understand. I don't get Orange Cassidy. But then when you see him wrestle, he's like, oh, oh, I, I get him now. Like, this is a good Bell's uh, impression. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> practicing that for years. Uh, the best friends win, and so they keep the name. Thank God, because you know. The Thankfully, friends. and then they hug and they ignore social distancing altogether. Uh, let's see here. Um, it's okay. You don't have to social distance if you live with each other. I don't know. I don't know. Are they gay for each other? Um, and then we have a package with uh, John Moxley and Jake Hager. <laughs> promoting the No Holds Barred Empty Arena match next week. Uh, can we say Hager's wife is a bitch? <laughs> and just, Ooh. it's like, if he doesn't win, he doesn't come home. If he doesn't get the money, he doesn't come home. Like, whoa, all right. That chick's a Well, he's got the money. So which one does she want? She want the money or she want the win? I don't know. It looks like which she wants one? the money from this win is what she wants. Oh, the money from this win. Yeah. Everything else before that means nothing. She doesn't want the whole pie. Actually, she does want the, whole, the whole pie. The whole pie, yes. Uh, man, we're so weird. Uh, let's see here. Exalted one, Brody Lee, Matt Hardy. It's at the Hardy compound. Uh, it was a great promo. Yeah. Both of those back to back. Incredible. Yeah, they're promos. both, both really good. And just watching, uh, <laughs> seeing Brody Lee, um, it, with the, with Bray Wyatt and the old promos now, just like, oh, he had, he had such potential and they, they wasted it. And now he's a leader of a group. Um, Matt Hardy at his Hardy compound, and then Lee Johnson versus Brody Lee. Uh, it gets destroyed. Lee Johnson does, and Squash. then uh, the first quarterfinal match for the TNT Championship: uh, the Chairman Sean Spears against the American Nightmare Cody. This was a great match. Aside from Jericho and Shivani's shit fucking commentary, this was a great match. <laughs> yes, but can we talk about that finish? Please. What the fuck was that? Uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, I mean, I have. I know exactly what it is. He oh, was pinned via the figure four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I knew Spears was going to lose because he's a jobber. But um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't get that you at all. You can take the jobber out of WWE, but you can't take the WWE out of the jobber. No, there's definitely a better way to say that. <laughs> I think it was the other way around, but I got what you're saying. I completely understand what yes. you're saying. Yeah. I just, it's so weird how, and it was... It was a good match. I didn't realize that Spears was that tall. I didn't know he was like 6'4", six, 6'3". Six, um, Cody's only 6'1". He's 6'1". Yeah. He's a small boy. He is a very wrestling-wise. Teeny, teeny tiny guy. Um, yeah, I don't. I didn't get that. That Put him into figure four, and then you just basically count the win. That's yeah. It. That was it. And his, his hands were all like this. Like, was he in shock? Was yeah. he about to go into fucking <laughs> hibernation or some shit? He was just, just like, ah, ah, ah. Jesus. It's kind of like nerve damage. I don't know. <laughs> Ridiculous! I, I don't get it. Uh, and that is your wrestling for the week. We basically had uh, 
Oh, and then uh, just to kind of wrap everything up with SmackDown, um, uh, Miz and Morrison, uh, hey, hey, ho, 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 ho uh, the dirt sheet, and uh, they're basically having a new match next week with the other guys that weren't in WrestleMania for a, a rematch. Uh, the, the makes sense, right? Debut, it makes sense. It does. Uh, Did you hear that Teddy Long reference? No. Uh, Kofi had a Teddy Long. Oh reference. yes, he was. Yeah, he was the one that had the Teddy Long reference. Yeah. Right, right. Um, debut of the Forgotten Sons. Uh, the the start of the Bailey uh, Banks saga uh, started this past uh, Friday. Uh, Sheamus wins. Braun Strowman defeats uh, Nakamura, and then Wyatt makes a Sheamus, plea. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Sheamus de- he he defeated a jobber. Sheamus defeated. His name was. Uh, Cool, Coles, Cal Bloom, Cal Bloom. There you go. Oh, wait a close, but yeah, he is a second generation jobber. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, no, I didn't. His father was, the first was also a jobber back in the day. Okay, by the name of. Totally forgot what his name was. Okay. Not, if, if, I'm, <laughs> if, if I'm being honest, sure. But yeah, his dad was also a jobber back in the day. I should probably look this up before. Probably would have been a lot better. It's all good. Yeah. Regardless, he was a jobber. Nobody really cares about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, funny. It's like, yo, you're taking you're you're taking after your father. You're following in his footsteps. You're also gonna get beat the shit. <laughs> so enjoy this. Exactly. Uh, on a scale of one to ten for mania. Ten being which? Ten, ten being, being the what? Best mania you've ever seen, and one being WrestleMania nine and eleven combined. No, uh, think about it. Think about it. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm not frozen. My mind is frozen because I can't really think about it right no, now. I'm just saying, think about it. Think about it. Uh, 5.8. 5.8. Well, that's low. Okay. 5.8 to 6.2. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got you. That's my official score. All right. Mark it. Put it in the bag. Put it in the book. And that's it. Exactly. That is your WrestleMania 36. We'll see you again. WrestleMania 37. Wow. What a show. Great show. This worked out, man. This worked out. I'm really happy this worked out. It's, uh, had a little Am I fuzzy on your end? On my, uh... Uh, yeah, you're a little out of focus. I know, right? And then, hang on. Now, is it better if I do that? <laughs> Worse. One or Worse. two? Better one? Oh, hang on. Uh-huh. Or two? Uh, it's still the same. See, it was weird because I had you in uh, gallery view this entire time. So, like, my face was on top by itself and your face was down here. Right. Obviously, I'm talking to you as much as I like to look at myself. I don't want to look at myself that much. Sure. I get it. But it didn't seem bad. I don't know. It's it weird. Yeah. See what happens. Fuzzy. We'll work it out. We got more shows. But we have more shows. We have more things <laughs> More things to say. I We've got more shit to do. Leave you. Since we were talking about it, go watch, go watch the show, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh new Jack. Go watch this one. I'm, I'm telling you, this this episode <laughs> of uh, Dark Side of the Ring, insane. The boy was just—he should be, he should be behind bars. Uh, he committed oh, murder. One hundred percent, he should be arrested. Try to commit mur- murder on several occasions <laughs> in in a wrestling uh, ring. Shoot murder. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much during these trying times watching, listening to us. We'll hopefully get this up on the YouTubes uh, so you get to see our beautiful mugs. 
If not, just listen to us on the SoundClouds and the Apples and the Spotify's and all that good stuff. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Joe Black, sir. Guys, Reaper's still in the house, but we're going a little American badass nowadays, all right? Got the bandana. Got the bandana. I like it. Stay safe. Got the bandana, a bunch of the whole bunch of different ones. My mother decided to buy them to make. I want to see green next week. Want to see green next week? Yeah. Got an American flag one too, so we'll see what happens. For obvious reasons. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't getting shit. Yeah, damn it. I'm I'm using that mic. You got a dick on that mic. It's happening. Stay Uh, safe. Wash your damn hands. Right now. Right now it's getting changed. (laughs) You're going to be sorry. Wash those damn hands. We'll see you guys next week. Deuces. Sons of Slam podcast.